This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Take on my day out on the Welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk the seven one Everything Entertainment. Everything Chris Evans. <laughs> I'm Chase with Lex. <laughs> Oopsies. Did I do that? Um, yep. Yeah. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn. Kenny's off. Uh, he'll be back tomorrow. Uh, hope you guys had a great weekend. Thanks for starting your week off with us. Thank you. Yes. Thank and you. Bonjour. We had a great, great weekend. Yeah. And we have a great week ahead. So is Elizabeth back today, Dawn? Or I believe still... so. I think so, too. So we'll have uh, we'll have her coming up uh, in just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, oh, oh, I meant to ask you, Lex, as we begin yeah. our final hour, because I didn't get to it in our six when we do this type of casual, hey, girl, kind of talk. Yeah, um, what did what did on because I know I'm in the minority. The majority of all of you listening to this radio station right now, you actually do care about the Vikings and you do mm. love fo- uh, you do love football. I yeah. couldn't give a rat's rear, but I, I was am on curious. all day at my house. Yeah, well, flipping back and forth between the games, and one well, TV had one game and one had another. Well, I'm curious of what he thought of Tom Brady's debut as a Raven or no, yeah. a, Buccaneer, a Buccaneer, a Buccaneer, yeah. Well, let's start with the Patriots because he loves Cam Newton and uh, he he used to play for um, the Panthers. And so he was very excited. Uh, he loves he loves the Patriots, as you guys know. So he was really upset when Tom Brady left. Uh, he said he's going to give him some time. He didn't do very well. They lost and he hit everything's new, new coach, new teammates, the whole thing. So he says, just give him some time. Because he still loves Brady, and of course he'll follow him wherever he goes. So that—that um, that was kind of his give headlining it. Yeah, just give him some time. Everything's new. Loves Cam Newton on the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, and then sad about the the Vikings because they lost. Although he was happy because uh, Aaron Rodgers did well, and he's on his fantasy team. So you know it's kind <laughs> right. of up or down. He has—he's I... in three leagues again this year. Three oh fantasy three? leagues. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh, oh how my. does he keep track of all of them? Great question. I have no idea. He has a little notebook <laughs> and he, you know, he's like, oh yeah, I've got that. I've got Aaron on, you know, this team. And I guess he won one last year. So he, you know, he has to live up to that expectation. Sure. Again. I, and I'm sure I will hear from sports fans and I welcome it because as I just said moments ago about that other story, shallow, admitted shallow pool of knowledge. However, this is what I said to Colin when we were discussing, because the games were on. We were uh, at various places. 
and we were listening to the minute at where we were bemoan Kirk Cousins, our quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we were talking about Tom Brady. Yep. And I looked at I looked at Colin and I said, I said, I, I think this is generally true. If you're whether you're talking about sports or in my case, broadcasting, and that is the magic rarely transfers. And what I mean by that, mm. I, and I have a couple examples. Uh, I, I was thinking of, and this isn't, this isn't uh, uh, kind of busting on her, but I think of Colleen Needles, who was a legendary uh, anchor woman here, an anchor person here in the Twin Cities for many years at WCCO, beloved. Yeah. Um, and her and Shelby ruled the uh, ruled the ratings. And then Colleen went away for a while and reemerged on Channel 5. And it just wasn't the same. And I remember my news director at the time who has taught me so many great lessons in in TV, uh, Ted Canova. He was the guy that hired me. He said that to me. He gave me two lines that I use all of the time. First... He always goes, Jason, do you really want to die on that hill? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Which yeah. that is my... That's th- great I use, to be reminded I, of sometimes. Thank you, Don. I yep. use that. I say that phrase and bury the lead probably more than any other phrases in my life. But uh, bury the oh, lead I means... I think about that all the time. Yeah, bury the lead means you save the best part for like seven minutes into something. It's like, hello, bury the lead. Meaning, yeah, start with that next story. time. Yeah. Anyway, but Ted used to go, Jason, you know, because he would, you know, with dealing with general managers and big bosses, he goes, Jason, I don't think I want to die on that hill, which is just another term for pick your fights. But and he Mm -hmm. also said, you know, I was overhearing him. I was a sponge. You know, all three of us, I think, are from the same blanket. We all we all kind of absorbed and anybody that we could learn from as we grew our careers. I would sit there and just listen to Ted like he was Yoda. And I was hearing him analyze uh, Colleen's move over to Channel 5 and how it really didn't change the ratings that much. And he said that he goes, magic rarely transfers. He mm. goes, because it's more it's, it, more often than not, it's not just that individual person. No. It's about who the person is surrounded by. That it's sometimes, the chemistry of the whole yes, team. Yes, that sometimes brings that person probably is magic, but it is the it is the combination of the people around them that heightens the magic sometimes of that singular person. And I thought, wow, he's and that's always stuck with me. And look, it's not Colleen. Colleen Needles was a fabulous anchor. Now she's a wonderful businesswoman. She owns a product, a huge production company here in Minnesota. But I was thinking about that with Tom Brady, Lex, with, and then mm-hmm. remember when Brett Favre joined the Vikings. Yes, that's right. So it, it, I wonder if this is going to be a case of that where the magic doesn't necessarily transfer with, in yeah, the case of Mr. Brady. It could absolutely be. And I think Angel would agree with you. I, it's too soon to tell, yeah. is really kind of w- w- what he'd probably say. Yeah. So, Jason, do you really he did throw a couple interceptions, yeah. didn't he? I think Tom Brady. Uh, did he? I, I saw so. one where the Saints like just scooped it right up. I was like, "Ooh, yeah. that hurt." Yeah. Is that what you mean it's, by interception, Don? Uh, That's right. I said that right, didn't I? You throw the ball. Yes. You're trying to get. You're trying yeah. to get it to your player, but instead of the other team catches oh, it. Then that's what I saw this <laughs> yeah. morning. Gail yeah. King showed that to me. Yes. Gail King showed me an interception. Oh, uh, yeah. By Couple the Saints. Of them. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. 
Uh, so, no, I just wanted to check in because everyone else in the world loves football but me. So I want to include yeah. that in the conversation. <laughs> yeah, so, no, yeah. I should have put that on the grid. It was really fun to watch some games and just have the spirit and see everyone on Twitter getting excited. And so does he uh, like it, Cousins, Flex? Not really, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your whole voice changed. Yeah, no. Really. He's... No, no. Yeah. <laughs> were there. We'll just leave it at there, that. <laughs> were, there, were there some cuss words in your house yesterday? Uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Okay. A maybe. few? Uh-huh. Yes, yeah. a few, mm-hmm. few, yeah. Yeah. Never yeah, forget I taught Zen his first TV. cuss word. But yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> you did. That's a doozy, too. That's a doozy. <laughs> Whatever, Don. No, no judging. <laughs> And I wasn't even there to witness it. Don, you were. Like you I was. There. And it's just so funny that Zen had not made a peep. He yes. was asleep. And the minute Jason said that word, he went, <laughs> and like went back to sleep. But it was like, oh my gosh. Oh God, we laughed, didn't we? Got, yeah, didn't we, we laughed ladies, so we laughed hard. So oh. hard. Because I did. He I was sleeping. I leave you for one minute. I had to go get B. Arthur at the front I know. Mm-hmm. at the hospital. You leave me for back. two seconds with your baby and I make him cry. Yeah, because I start cussing like a sailor. <laughs> I was laughing so hard just because we, oh. we were on the same page about a certain, I don't know even who we were talking about. I think it was a random person. It was, I and think it, it was a random person. It was like a random, a bad email or something like that. Yeah. Uh, somebody who just doesn't get it. And we, oh my God. I, I used a certain couple words <laughs> and Zen and did I was not laughing like those. so hard. Oh God. I'm like, oh my goodness, I made Lex's baby cry and the baby is fresh like at that point oh Zin yeah was fresh i mean like he was still in the hospital he still oh, needed yes. to be in the yes. womb at this point yeah he was and here i am talking like a like a sailor in front of him i can't anyway. believe that was 10 months ago i know you know i think just i was thinking about that this weekend because he's yeah. 10 months yeah today and just living through that you know just leaving my baby at the hospital for a whole month and you know in the moment you just do it because that's what you have to you just have to do it does it um, does it then, seem like 10 months i don't mean to interrupt you does no, it seem it doesn't like 10 really. months okay. it some, sometimes feels like just yesterday mm. um but yeah just you know kind of dealing with that that afterward going wow okay that that did happen and yeah you know i, I still i still kind of <laughs> mourn. baby is here <laughs> right he's yeah. here he's <laughs> almost walking you know it just feels you know at the time there's some mourning that has to happen which sounds really weird to say if you have a preemie baby that i almost mourned you know the last nine weeks of my pregnancy because oh, there were things that you i i just expected you know to be more ready i expected to be pregnant longer yeah you then, felt like you got cheated out of yeah. experiencing because you have waited so long to be pregnant and to have a baby and you're like but wait i didn't get to experience everything yeah oh, I, yeah that's fascinating i didn't just, think about that last. and then just every day you know going to the hospital and spending the day with him and then having to go home you know i i could stay there but it, there was and i did a few nights but it just in order to you know keep energy up and and get his room ready and right. you know just everything it just who i well, i think about that time in just like a cloud well, and to end on a little uh, a cute note, yeah. in telling us how uh, you, you told us that feeling in a way, but in your Alexis cute story way, 
didn't it kind of hit you when you were birthing, girl? Like, it was coming, and you're looking at the nurse, and you're like, I didn't even go through the class. Like, I don't know what <laughs> you're to like, do. What do I do? What do I? You told Dawn and I that story. Like, they're wheeling you down. Like, Zen is like, like, he is coming out. And Lex, didn't you say to the nurse, I don't know what to do. I didn't take this class. Yeah, my classes were supposed to start the next week. That's right. I, I'm not prepared. What do I what do I do? And she gave me like the crash course in about 10 minutes. And then 20 minutes later, I'm doing it. Oh, maybe it's better that way. Oh. Hey, maybe you're right. It was so funny. You looked at us when he told us. So you're like, oh, it was just like, okay, he's coming. Lex, here it is. Here's lesson two, three, four, five, and six. You are not in control. No. Uh, she is in control. Elizabeth Reese is coming up next with the Dirt Alert. Stay right there, everyone. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn. Kenny's off. Elizabeth Reese is back with the Dirt Alert this morning. Hello, Elizabeth. Well, good morning, friends. Happy Monday. Nice to be with you today. Good Happy good Monday. Morning. Um, okay, Prince Andrew, guys, being airbrushed from his father's 100th birthday celebrations. Oh. He is officially Wait, labeled what? as black sheep of the family, and um, it's not going great for him. So mm. he, of course, has been going through an ongoing fall from grace over the Jeffrey Epstein scandal. Mm. And um, he is one of Philip's four children with Queen Elizabeth. He will not be invited to major celebrations thrown to celebrate his dad's milestone birthday next June. Mm. He was also excluded from his daughter Beatrice's wedding photos and will play a minimal role in a photo exhibition of his father's life as well. He will be included included as little as possible. Insiders saying it's not whitewashing history because he wasn't being left out entirely, but it will not make a big deal of his relationship with the Duke of Edinburgh over the years, who happens to also be his father. Right, right. <laughs> it's not just like a random Duke. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is so, like you're being canceled by your family. You are canceled. Yes, yes, that's exactly it. That is exactly wow. it. He, of course, was very close friends with Jeffrey Epstein, and um, there have been allegations of misconduct with Prince Andrew and minors yes. uh, related to Jeffrey Epstein. And then when uh, Prince Andrew did a disastrous interview with the BBC a couple of months ago, he was relieved of all of his royal duties, and he has been um, on black sheep status ever since. So there you go. Oh, I, wow. Uh, yeah. I, I'm pausing only because can you really cancel family? I mean, obviously this guy is Mervy Pervy and he did yeah. horrible. I'm not. I'm putting. I'm, I'm putting that on the side for a second. I'm just talking about how I wonder how difficult it is for his family to kind of just remove him. You know. I bet this has been such a long time coming though, because think about. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Not all of his ex-wife, who he still lives with, Sarah Ferguson, and her bizarre and inappropriate and embarrassing behavior to the royal family over the years. And Andrew has stuck by her the entire time. And it's because she knows all of his weird stuff, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like... there's probably more that we have no idea Oh, my gosh. I bet it's tons. And they've known this about Andrew for years and years. And then it's become... Now it's become so public. And I'm sure it was always like... This is embarrassing. We're having to cover this up. What are you doing? And then finally, it's like, we're sick of this. And we and yeah. we have to look a certain way. I mean, especially when it comes to pedophilia, you can't look like you're oh, endorsing yes, a member of the seriously. royal family having sex with minors. I yeah. mean, it's just like, what else do you do with this guy? I'm sure it's been such a long time coming. And I bet if you surveyed... Maybe it's easy for his family. Every family... In America, has someone that they either have or would like to cancel out of their family. Oh, yeah, yeah I have a couple. <laughs> I'm like, bye. I don't know you. Who are you? What? Really? We're related by blood? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. How, How did, did this happen? This happen? I ask myself that question so many times these days about all sorts of things in life. How did this happen? Yes. Yeah. You're right. Maybe it's real easy for the family. I was just posing the questions. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to think like... of somebody in my family like that, and then I realize maybe I'm the one. <laughs> That's the problem. If you can't think of the person, it's probably you. <laughs> um, Gosh, that's very, very funny. Uh, okay, so speaking of family drama, let's move on to Britney Spears. Us Weekly reporting today that Britney's family is at war with each other, and it's all because of this conservatorship. Now, Us Weekly, you always have to take with a grain of salt, or like several boxes of fancy salt. <laughs> right. Um, but the this conservatorship that's been going on, you know, we've been talking about the back and forth and the drama. She took an indefinite work hiatus in January of 2019 and sought treatment at a mental health facility. Um, And then she took legal steps towards ending the conservatorship, but that did not happen. Um, Now she apparently wants out Mm. and it's drama, Mm. drama, drama. And her mother and father have different views about the case. You know, Jamie and Lynn got divorced in 2002. Right, so I, they're probably not going to agree. No, on, on much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've slightly shifted my view on this a little bit. Oh, really? I, yeah, a little bit. I, after watching some of her Instagrams, and yes. I, I, I have to be honest and say, I really think there are things her non slimy family members know that we do not know. Yeah, I think so too. Oh, yeah, um there sure. there's something else in the chili. Yeah. Uh that we are not smelling. Mm. And that's a horrible analogy oh, but my. I'm saying. It's well, either she but it acknowledges that she needs a conservator too. Yeah, I mean, it I doesn't think matter who it is. It feels like it's one of two things. It's either that 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 she is so emotionally stunted at the age of about 14, right? Yeah. That mm-hmm. it's impossible for her to maintain her own life, or she's being medicated to the point where she is acts ah, that way, and then right. that would be more of the conspiracy theory. You know, I keep my tinfoil hat over here for when I show up on Colleen and Bradley show. Right. I have to right. keep it ready. 
They uh-huh. make me put What's it that? on. Girl, they 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 own stock. I know. In, tin in foil. aluminum foil. Alu- yeah, <laughs> Reynolds. They are the Reynolds. top stockholders of Reynolds. Yeah, the good quality kind. Right. Not great value. Yeah. Can we say? Please, let's do it. Do it. Do it. You know what I'm going to say? Yes. There are good generic equivalents to a lot of stuff. Truth. Uh, But let me tell you, the two things where I really will never save on, toilet paper, do not give me one ply crap. No. uh, No pun intended. And aluminum foil. (laughs) Because there is some bad aluminum foil out there. And if I can add clear value mac and cheese is not a clear value. It's not. And it's terrible. The cheese sauce does not mix in. To the well, milk and the cheese. butter properly. No, and it's not cheese. Of course, tuna. You can't buy no. great value tuna. Oh, yeah. God, yes. yeah. high, high My husband tuna. just said, he just said the other day, he's like, how come when I was a kid, when I pressed the tuna can to squeeze out the water, there was like a gallon of water that came out and now there's not. I was like, I think your parents bought cheap tuna. I don't buy cheap yes. tuna. Yeah. Didn't know it me. Dawn has been a long time proponent yep. of buying a high the, quality tuna. High quality you deserve tuna. it. That's you good. That's it. a show idea, guys. Generics you can buy. Generics you can't. Oh, yeah. Let's do, you do it for Twin Cities Live, and I'll do it for the Jason <laughs> we'll Show. We'll compare. It'll be great. We'll compare, yeah. <laughs> Speaking sense. of Twin Cities Live, you can watch it today at 3 right here on Channel 5. When we come back, Cher and Stone have something to say. Alexis will tell you. Plus, Drew Barrymore debuts her new show next. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. Coming Sunday, April 8th. She's dead. Wrapped in plastic. 11.30 a.m. February 24th. Entering the town of Twin Peaks. The Los Angeles Times says Twin Peaks is certainly like nothing else on television. W.C. Fields would say I'd rather be here than Philadelphia. The Washington Post calls it unprecedented. This you gotta see. Bobby, did you kill Laura Palmer? Sunday, April 8th, from David Lynch, Twin Peaks. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. One of the best announcers ever, talking about one of the best shows mm. ABC ever had, Twin Peaks. Uh, Jason and Alexis in the morning on my Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything. The doctor will see you now. Uh, I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn. Kenny's off. He'll be back tomorrow. Uh, Lex, a Lulu, Lulu, Lulu. Yes. Um, Sharon Stone, you know where you love her. Uh, you have a basic instinct with her. You don't want to <laughs> give her an ice pick. Uh, what, uh, why is she in the news today? Well, she's starring in a new Netflix drama called Ratchet, which is a prequel to <gasps> One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can't so, wait for that. Yeah, it should be good. Lots of interviews with her. And basically she says that looks matter. I don't care what anybody says. She says you don't even realize how much looks matter until they start to go. <laughs> She says it's a big, fat, stupid lie if anyone says that they don't. Yes! So she's pretty disciplined right now. I guess she does 30 squats a day, and she lifts seven-pound lead balls while she's watching TV. Oh. So that's how she's keeping... Oh, my goodness. No, no. No, I didn't. Something about balls. I was going to... Yeah. Go ahead, Lex. Like, I just think what preach. are we lifting when we watch TV? Yeah, seriously, oh, she's right. Oh. 
She's right. lifting my glass to my lips. Thank you, Dawn. I knew you would deliver for me. I knew it. It's snack time, guys. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, she's speaking truth right here. I think we all know this. Uh, we can't pretend that it doesn't matter. Also, you have to take care of yourself, too. It sounds like she's doing it in a healthy way. Um, but, yeah, you want to start trying to care a little bit. Yes. Right? If you don't, uh, even in COVID. There have been studies done. I don't care if it's in a retail environment. I don't care if it's in the... Pretty people are treated better. Seriously. I mean, and it's you feel just, better. Yes. I, I've seen countless Oprah shows about this. <laughs> <laughs> and if Oprah's telling yeah, me, it must true. be true. But no, but seriously, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. It is an easier road. It is. Uh, another thing, too, guys, I know we'll probably get to this tomorrow. I have... Remember how you gave us homework? What did we watch? What was it that... Last week that I watched, did you I told me to watch. Homework? I did. I gave yeah. you homework. Was there was it something ne- to watch, and it was great. Wow, oh, the I gave wow, it must have been really great. Must've it was really great. Good. Something so last good. week. She forgot. Um, what, what was it? What oh was man, it was, it was it on know. Netflix, Hulu? Was it, I think it? it was on Netflix. Okay. I'm trying okay. to find my old grids here to look because um, um, it was worth it. Well, <laughs> Let me tell you. Well, you watched David Foster. That was one of the things that recommended. That's it. It was David Foster. Okay. Yeah. Off the record, very, very good documentary. I'm glad I went back. Yeah. Uh, I want you guys to watch Social Dilemma on Netflix. Social, okay, let me write that down. Social, what is that really about? changed my view about social media and my phone. Basically, am I addicted to him? That's the question they ask. And also, you know, we've, we've said this before. We Google something, right? Maybe we're looking for a special notebook. And then the next moment you open social media and they're targeting you, they're advertising that specific notebook or some kind of competitor to that notebook because that's what you're looking for. Well, it just proved to me that nothing is free in life. And if you sign up for social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you're signing up basically, you're the product. Now, a lot of this stuff felt very like, oh, okay, I get it. And we know that we're signing up for that, but at the same time, how invasive it is, the interviews that they get with this documentary, it's kind of like a drama docu, so they have kind of a little scenario going down, kids in high school, but they talk to experts who worked at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and how they targeted all of us and how they monetized it too. It is fascinating, and it really makes you wonder, like, what am I doing? Is it a one and doneer? Is it like it's just a one, one and done? Doc- it's, yep. it's, it's about not I think it's a an hour and a half. Okay. No, nope. It's a it's a movie. Okay. And it's new. It's new. It's new. Yep, called Social Dilemma on Netflix. Now, how did you find this? Were you just scrolling? Uh, no, my brother told me about it. We zoomed on uh, over the weekend, and he said, "Oh, you have to watch this because it really makes you just stop and think about what you're doing." Oh. Yeah, I'm curious it, if you guys had the same takeaway from it. Maybe my talkers, if you've watched it, what say you guys? You know, tweet us and let us know. Um, which is funny to say because they do talk about Twitter and social media, but you yeah, know, it, that's how we it, communicate. There's all really, really, really good things, right? But then they also point out a lot of the bad things, especially like this whole fake news thing, right? And you know, we don't want to get our news from Facebook because what they do is it's it's an algorithm of if you think that climate change is a hoax. That's the type of information they're going to 
feed, feed you. you. Oh, you which don't is so think it's horrible. Exactly. But it's making a lot of sense, especially right now. It puts it into perspective. I know we don't get political, but with the election mm-hmm. and but this year the- in particular. But that's the opposite of what we should be doing. I bemoan this all Amen. the time. The, the half of the, there's part of the problem here, and I think both sides can agree. And I get caught in bubbles. Yeah, is the fact that that there is a large chunk, and this is not an exaggeration. I I firmly believe this. There's a large chunk of society that only ingests media that reinforces and speaks to their beliefs. And never challenges them, yep. which is so dangerous because your side is never always right and never, never, ever, ever. And we should all be challenging things. We should be asking questions. Questions are good. Now it's like questions. If you question even leaders and 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 folks that you like, you're a traitor. No, you're actually doing the work a citizen should be doing. You should yes. be questioning people. Oh, I know. that scares who, me, Lex. Oh. Yeah, it's it is a little scary as you're watching, especially how they collect data and AI is getting smarter and smarter. The more we share, the more we like things. Uh, if they'll send notifications if they think you've been gone too long, you know things like that, and <laughs> you start going, oh. I see how that works now because they're trying to get engagement. They're trying to get you to, you know, to like to care about the likes that you get on your posts. So you constantly look to see, okay, who's liked it, who's followed, who's unfollowed. It, it's fascinating. And actually, what you said, there's an engineer. She has really cool blue hair. She was talking about exactly what you just said, Jason. That she's. She goes, hey, there are certain people that I follow because we're like-minded, but she makes it a point to follow people with the opposite viewpoints. Yep. Uh, hallelujah. For that very reason. Yes. Hallelujah. Colin Colin can tell you, on election night, and you guys know I'm a, I'm a political nerd, yeah. I flip around to every network, Fox, MSNBC, CNN, uh, because, again, a broken clock is still right twice a day. And we could we could really and this is such a cliche and like a Dr. Pepper ad, but we yeah. could really come together truly on a new level if all of us, you know, a couple times a week absorbed media uh, that speaks to a different point of view sincerely. Uh, yes. I, I, it would really help you see the other side and see even if you ultimately end up disagreeing with them, see where they're coming from and see what they are hearing and what they're ingesting. I mean, that is yes. eye-opening to begin with. So, oh, I'm yeah. going to watch this. What's yeah. it called again, Lex? Social Dilemma. It's Social on Dilemma. Netflix. It's a drama docu-series documentary, but it's it's just one one and done. It's a movie uh, that, yeah, they talk to all these different experts and people who've worked in the social media world creating the software and uh, just everything behind it, the rationale that they use to target people and you're the product. Nothing's yeah. free. Oh, you can see it on Netflix again. It's called the social dilemma. That's what we've been talking about. We're going to take a break. We'll be, uh, I'll be back with the preview of Drew Barrymore's new show yes. that opens uh, today, right after this. Welcome back to the show. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk. seven one, everything entertainment, everything bacon. I'm Jace. Mm-hmm. Lex and Dawn. Kenny will be back tomorrow. He's taking a day off, enjoying a long weekend, as he should. 
Don and Steve coming up next, uh, followed by Colleen and Bradley, and then taking you home, taking you right to your garage, Lori and Julia. It's all today right here on My Talk 1071. Hot Eats, Cool Treats. Hot Eats, Cool Treats. We treat you right. Drew Barrymore is uh, getting ready to debut her new show today uh, locally. um, See, it's owned by CBS, but this is where I try to we try to uh, educate you sometimes, my talkers, because you're seeped like a tea bag in pop culture. Um, But uh, this is where it gets a little tricky. The Drew Barrymore show is owned um, by CBS, but here locally. Um, it's going to be on Care 11. It's going to be on uh, the Care Bears. Uh, Care. It's going to be on NBC, I believe, at 1 o'clock. Anyway, this, uh, before I roll any clip, before I talk about it, I don't know if it's because she is a contemporary of of us, uh, Dawn mm. and Lex. I yep. don't know if it's because she was in my all-time favorite movie. But I'm going to just lead with this. This is the first talk show, and there's, you know, 8,000 of them debut every year. This is the first daytime show. That's what they want you to call it now. This is the first daytime show in years that I'm actually excited to watch. And I'm, yeah, I'm curious. I'm, I'm curious to give it a try. Really, Lex, you too? I am too. I love Drew Barrymore. I think that yeah. does help. You're absolutely right about that. The other thing is they are doing a fantastic job promoting this show. Yeah. Whether it's in the promos, they're doing behind the scenes on YouTube. So we already know we love her. And then on top of that, she's been doing, uh, she did an interview with Whoopi Goldberg, and that was fun to watch. And just the ramping up, picking out the outfits, and just behind the scenes take that we're getting. I'm really excited to see it, too. Yeah. Uh, one of the publicity stops was yesterday on one of our favorite shows, CBS Sunday Morning. And in this clip, here she talks about, well, how we all got to know her as Gertie as uh, in E.T. Listen to this. Is there one thing you've never been asked about E.T.? <laughs> it's been a while since people have brought up E.T. One minute you're like, I'm never going to not be E.T. And then all of a sudden it's 38 years ago and you're like, E.T. <laughs> When she did emerge from E.T.'s shadow, she was no longer that innocent little girl. Drew largely skipped childhood, turning to drugs, drinking, there was rehab, even attempted suicide. She lived a lifetime before she was 14, when she was legally emancipated from her abusive alcoholic father and her troubled manager mother. When you look back at like those days in court when you were emancipated, do you see an adult there? I see someone who knew that I probably was all I had. So it was like, you figure it out or, you know, you're going to go the way of the cliche. Yeah. Drew Barrymore on CBS Sunday morning. I think that's one of the things why, and she keeps saying this. I just saw her. If we have time, I'll play it. She was just on with Gail on CBS Sunday, uh, CBS this morning. And I think it's maybe why we connect with her because she's not perfect. And she, she's she, yeah. she's very, she has put all of her flaws and all of her mistakes, whether she wanted to or not, on display. And I, I, she makes her vulnerable. And I think that's vulnerability. We've been told that by B. Arthur and other bosses. That's yeah. one of the things you, you, you have to put on in order to make a connection with your audience. Dawn, do you like her? I do like her. Um, I'm not really, I'm kind of over talk shows, except for Absolute. yours, of course. Thank you for saying that, Yes, Dawn, thank the you. only thank talk you. show I watch is the Jason show. Thank um, you. That's, because uh, I'll give you a check later. With the same, 
but but it's because um, it, it feels like well because I know you it just feels like you feel like a friend. Yeah. It's in and you bring up things that are going on behind the scenes that are funny. Like okay, Ted just did this. You know, it mm-hmm. just feels different from other talk shows. And what I don't like about them, it's just this seems to be the same formula. You know, it's yep. like they're interviewing celebrities. I just need to see something else. You yeah. know, I like crafting segments and you going to try fun new things and and talk shows. It's just like, can can we please think of another idea of what they can do? You know, and, and you, maybe I'm naive and, and obviously no. I don't know the ins and outs of it. But no, you're you are probably speaking for the a large chunk of the daytime audience now. And I think that's actually what Drew is going to try to deliver. I mean, I think her show is going to be really different. Don't you get that sense, Lex? Absolutely. From all the, yes. Watched, and yeah. just kind of like with Kelly Clarkson, I love her show, too, where she's put her own spin on it. Talk about vulnerability. She does talk about it, but she starts off with her gifts. She sings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Drew Barrymore, you know, whatever that is for her, it does feel like it's going to be different. Here's a little bit of that conversation with uh, Gail from this morning of what the Drew Barrymore show. Is she ready to be Drew? Um, Gail asks you a great question. Listen to this. It means you have a script or you're a producer. So you're following words on a paper. But now when you have your own show, especially when you're live, you really are opening yourself up in a way that you haven't before. Are you ready for that? Are you ready for people to see Drew Barrymore with no script? Yes. Is that scary to you? I'm relieved, which is such an underestimated emotion. There should be more cards in the Hallmark aisle. You're relieved. How wonderful is that? <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, I'm relieved that I'm at this point in my life. Um, I think it was probably good for me to go to work and put myself into characters. But I think where I'm at in my personal life right now, I'm a mom to two kids. Um, I've been able to uh, recognize that I'm capable of change, even if it took a long time and it was messy getting there. I like what- uh, Drew Barrymore with uh, Gail King. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. It's today at one over there on Care and uh, see because the format does look fresh. And if you haven't seen it, as Alexis alluded to, her YouTube channel is really great. Subscribe to the Drew Barrymore Show YouTube channel. Um, She did a four-part series of The Making Of, which takes you behind what it takes to create a talk show. And as Dawn alluded to, I know a little something about that. The process is fascinating. So, yeah. And if uh, I'll throw in a little plug here. Uh, If you haven't yet, Alexis also has a great YouTube channel. You should follow Lex as well, Lex and the City. So, or just search for Alexis Thompson, actually. (laughs) See, I made that big mistake yesterday, Lex. I searched for Lex and the Cities, but don't do that, everyone. Search for Alexis and her little head will pop up. And then Mm. you can follow her from there. Yeah. So just search for Alexis Thompson. The graphic that you see at the top with the pink and purple yarn, Jason made that graphic. Thank you. Yep. So thank you. Thank you. Look at that. Wow. Little pro. Little pro. Yeah. Hey, I love it so much. I couldn't wait to change it. And you know, so anyway, thank you very much. I'm a little proud of my little logo. That's cute. Yes. Yes. Crafts and more. I was so excited to send it to you that day. I was like, look what I made. Anyway, uh, so go follow Lex on uh, YouTube, Alexis Thompson. Hey, that's going to do it for us. Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you. Have a fantastic day. We love you so much, and we'll talk tomorrow. Bye, friends. It's a beautiful day.